Hello and welcome to The Double Life. I'm John Boostar, and this week we travel all the way to the United Kingdom and sit down with Guff Soup, an artist who started out by just making doodles for his friends just to make him laugh. And now he started a business out of a hobby, and he makes some of the coolest art that I've seen in recent times. His art will make you laugh, it'll make you cry, and it'll probably offend your grandparents. But more importantly, it'll inspire you to go out and create something for yourself. Enjoy. Yeah, uh, I don't know, really. Just I think from a very young age, I guess, just doodling and pissing about on you know every time I get you get a little scrap bit of paper and a pen just pissed about drawing shit and then um that sort of you know developed all the way through school and then obviously you're at school and then like there's a lot of time when you're sat pissing about with bits of paper and bits of pen and pens and stuff so it's like I guess just doodling a lot really just mm-hmm. distracting myself a lot and then that kind of uh you know I, and then I sort of did art and stuff at school but then I it was never really, I never really got it like well, obviously at school because you're kind of like a young, you know, you're just a teenager, you don't really care about anything. And mm-hmm. I sort of did it and like I enjoyed it, but it wasn't, it never really kind of evoked much sort of passion, I guess. But then it's kind of like, you know, because like obviously if you see my stuff, it's quite, you know, I guess it's, it's not really taking itself that seriously in a way. So it's like quite silly, I guess. So it's mm. like, and then I sort of, that was kind of my thing. It was like, I'd sort of draw things to make, you know, people laugh and stuff, but I never really got that deep into, you know, I never really got into like, I used to paint when I was younger, but I never really got into that kind of side of art. And it was always like, you know, just doodling, I guess. And then one thing leads to another and you're like, well, you know, I'm 20 odd. I might as well just see if I could put it to some use, I guess, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, it wasn't really a, it was uh, like doing the whole sort of guff soup thing, like with the shirts and that. I guess it was sort of, um, yeah, sort of built up over time. And then suddenly you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do those little doodles, but stick them on some shirts or something, see if anyone else likes them kind of thing. So, yeah, that's uh, not very, uh, I guess, um, not much learning curves or anything, not really much sort of changing whatever, like changing styles or changing art or whatever like that. It was kind of just you know, this one thing that I'd always had done throughout my life. And I was like, oh, actually, like, you kind of forget it because you never see it as like, you know, I mean, I didn't even see it as a hobby. It wasn't something mm. I like, sat down and did a lot. Right. And like talking about like learning curves, I'd probably say now is the point where you're like, where I'm kind of learning the most because I'm actually doing like, once you kind of, I'm not saying like there's a massive like demand there or whatever, but if you're sitting down each week to, you know, draw something to, you know, put out there every time you're kind of wanting to make it better or, you know, do a better job. So yeah, I'd say now is kind of where almost like this is actually where I can kind of start to learn and get better. And, you know, because the long while, for the longest time, I never really saw it as anything other than just like drawing random shit on a bit of paper and just showing it to my friends at school kind of thing. See if get a little, you know, get a little reaction out of it. But yeah, that's sort of, yeah, no, totally. That's, uh, that's good. What is, uh, I think it's interesting when you said it's, um, sort of something you've been drawing for me when I look at it, even though it does have, I guess some of a cartoonish doodly vibe to it, it does have like, I don't know, in my opinion, like professional elements of stuff that you can tell that it's very, I don't know, coming from a genuine proper like artist, you know, and it does come off that way. So it's interesting that you sort of were you just drawing the, you know, cartoons earlier and just doing it for fun. And then when yeah. it became, how did that yeah, go? I think, I, well, to be fair, I say that it's like, you know, obviously doing art and stuff is cool. Obviously I tried to sort of draw, you know, spend a lot of time. I was never like good at like, you know, drawing an accurate represent, like fine art, like drawing like a real person or like, right. you know, I'd always, I always used to focus on details, like, you know, like almost correct, like because the, the cartoons are sort of got like kind of a realistic element where, you know, the details of the hands and the arms and the, the like, you know, stuff like that. So I guess it's like little details, like all like the face where like you've got a cartoon face, but then it's also got a very like, you know, 
defined nose or like a defined jaw and it's kind of that kind of it's got some like real body elements in it i guess but i I was never really any good at that on its own and it was like and i was always more you know doing the cartoon stuff but when you kind of combine those two things that you're good at i guess that's kind of what it turns out as Mm. it's like yeah you've got you've got that kind of childish childish cartoony element but then you've also got that kind of weird uncomfortable you know react like real definition in there as well which, right you know, that's always fun i guess yeah i think it adds more of a i guess a different sense of authenticity to the art and more of like an raw i don't know because it, it is the things that are almost like emulated in a more realistic way aren't necessarily like they're odd body parts and you put them in like mm. strange uh yeah positions and different things like that where it is you're you're throwing realism into a cartoon thing but almost into i don't know like a relatively like i don't know i don't want to say mockingly way but it's like you're saying like i could draw these really well but i'm also going to put my own uh like yeah, fun twist so. on it yeah yeah i guess so yeah and i think that always that just comes back to that kind of thing where it's like you know at back at school and you're just trying to get a get a raise or get a reaction or just get a little laugh mm, out of something mm-hmm. so it's like trying to take that kind of you know yeah i mean i i guess yeah i never really sat down and wanted to like you know perfect the art of like drawing a an actual human form or something i think it's kind of like for me like that that was i don't know yeah that was for draw like through drawing that was never sort of my what what sort of drew me in i guess yeah you know if you like right but let's um let's rewind a little bit back you were where are you um born in how was your childhood and so i'm uh currently posted back at home so i live in i mean you probably you probably haven't really, I don't know what your geographical uh, expertise is on um, England, but I'm kind of sort of countryside, southeast area mm. uh, based. So a long, long, long way from where you are, probably a long, long way from anywhere you know as well. Right. Where um, in, a, my, is there like a the thing, yeah, main you city near that, you? Yeah. So you said that you, um, you follow English football, didn't you? Right. Yeah, I do. So I know so the teams of, there, yeah. You've heard of those teams. So you've mm. heard of Norwich, right? Yeah. They yeah. just got relegated, yeah. So right. I live, Unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. I live about half an hour away from there, mm. um, kind of in the middle of kind of the arse end of nowhere, really. There's not, you know, it's very quiet, kind of countryside area, um, all very, very local, you know. I mean, I don't know what I'd equate it to in terms of like American geography, but I guess like, you know, kind of outback, not not necessarily outback, because like England's all, everything's a lot more condensed. So obviously, even if you're in the middle of nowhere, you're only like an hour away from a city or something like right. that. Right. But, but there's more like Midwest, of, more agrarian parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. So it's all like agricultural, that kind of thing, sleepy little, you know, sleepy little villages, that, sure. kind, of, that kind of situation. Mm. Um, and so I've sort of been here, around here, so like currently, you know, it's people like people who are born here, you kind of you have to get out at some point. Otherwise, you end up here forever, I guess. Right. Um, but so far, I've been here forever. I mean, I've just come back from university. So I was living in Leicester for three years. Hmm. Um, you obviously know Leicester. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've just come back from there. So that was quite quite, you know, that's changed it up a bit, obviously, growing up and you know, in the middle of a town in the middle of nowhere for so long, it's quite, it was quite a nice change. Um, and I think definitely I want to get back out there as get, well, get back out of here soon. Definitely. But, um, no, it's not, I mean, it's nice. Like, you know, it's, I, in, it's nice to have the balance of like being able to go to a city and then come back out here. And it's quite, everything's quite quaint and like, you know, hmm. looks, you know, probably to you, it probably look like something like Harry Potter or something, but, <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, it's nice. It's, uh, but I've kind of, yeah, been in sort of, other than that, I've kind of very sort of local. Everyone's, you know, all my friends sort of still live here a lot of the time. You know, everyone's kind of, it's quite a close group, I guess, mm. of people because there's not as many people, I guess. So, yeah. But yeah. What was that sort for of, growing up? Was it, um, I mean, what were, I guess, sort of the, like, I don't know. What would you do on a day-to-day basis and sort of what was it like growing up in um, a town like that? Not a lot. Not a lot. There wasn't a lot to do. So it was usually the case of just, uh, you know, getting 
get on a bike and go and causing some havoc somewhere because there's no, you know, there's, you had like a nearby town with like a, a blockbusters or something like that, but mm. there wasn't really, you know, it wasn't like I could cycle to a cinema or cycle, you know, there wasn't tons of things to do on your own with your friends. So it was kind of just like, you know, get on a bike, go and see what other gangs of weird kids that you can find to kind of annoy or, you know, get in trouble, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's very sort of sleepy kind of towns, like little tiny town villages, things not, you know, not much happening really. And I think it's kind of only just starting to wake up a bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we didn't, yeah, that, that was very like, you know, a lot of wooded areas, that kind of thing. You just go, go, which is nice. Like, don't get me wrong. It's, it's a nice way. I guess it's a nice way to grow up, but then you, you don't really know anything different. Sure. Um, but I, I think we had a lot of, you know, we had a, me and my mates had a lot of sort of freedom and that being, able, you know, we got to do a lot of things that probably a lot of people didn't do because or couldn't do like if you were living in somewhere like in a city, like a busy city or even like, a, you know, something like that. So mm, like what, for example? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, when there, it wasn't like, you kind of had your, your few friends and there was, you know, I guess you just had to kind of entertain yourself mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't like loads of, you know, park, you know, parks or like, you know, places to visit, I guess you had to kind of get your nag your parents to go and drive you ages away to go and do it. But sure. you know, it was, it was a pretty nice little cushy, uh, cushy upbringing. Definitely right. still is really. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, d- I don't really know how much that probably differs from because I take it you're in a pretty bustling area, or you're, where are you from again? You said you're from like yeah, LA uh, Orange County, like um, near okay. LA, Southern California. Um, okay, so I don't know how that would differ from kind of you. I mean, have you always lived there, or is it kind of like you kind of yeah? For the most part, I would say yeah. it's definitely a little bit more of a city, city, you know, because it is very yeah. close to LA and. Mm-hmm. all that so i mean there are slower parts like smaller parts but i think you know one thing i do resonate with is the whole concept of going out riding your bike and kind of you know going and finding stuff to do mm-hmm. right whereas now mm-hmm. i feel like you know the kids growing up and just people in general it's like if you your i guess first inkling isn't to hop on a bike and go find something to do mm. is to hop on your phone and find something to entertain you. You know, it's like mm. that mentality has changed. And I'm curious as to think like living in a small town like that and having that be sort of the foundation of how you guys went and entertained yourselves. How did technology play a role? And when did that become something that may have changed? Uh, kind of yeah. the structure? Well, I mean, I mean, that's you're probably right, actually, because obviously you're saying like, you know, you're from a city city and like, that maybe I'm sort of when I was talking about it, maybe I'm thinking more of like, you know, as a generational thing, like that's mm. kind of what we did. And we, we kind of existed on the plane of like, you know, we had technology kind of grew up with us, I guess. Right. Like, yeah. How old are you? By the talk, way? I'm 23 this year. So still oh, pretty okay. young, but yeah. it's one of them where it's like, you know, I didn't really have like, a phone or what and then I got like a you know a little Nokia one and then I think the real the real game changer was probably the iPod touch I think that Mm. when when that came out that was when you know shit got real yeah um you know I think like yeah I think now it's it's the sort of landscape for kids is just you know it's just a different world isn't it it's like there's there's entertainment right there you don't need to go anywhere and I think definitely like, like constantly too uh, yeah, constantly. And I feel quite, you know, you feel privileged in a way that you you got to experience that first. And obviously it did get to a time when technology kind of grew up with you and then suddenly it's all there and, you know, it's you start getting, you know, put a bit of Christmas money together or whatever and you save up mm. and you get something, you're like, here we go. Like, And then obviously then you start to experience that point of like technology constantly in your face. But I would say, you know, you had there's the glory days you had a few you still had that experience as well but the before times where you could kind of you know roam around and make up your own entertainment and then it kind of i think everything definitely my sort of age 
like i mean i don't know how old how old are you sorry how old did you oh 26 yeah we're roughly 26, the same so age, yeah, yeah. Not, there's not too far apart then so right. you, you probably ex- you probably experienced it a lot more than i did because you might have been a bit older when all that stuff mm. you know like odd touch and stuff cut started coming out and you know because i think i was still in very young i mean i remember i think my brother got one and i was like oh yeah, I think I was I like ten to... or twelve, maybe. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, yeah around so that time. I, I mean, I I think I was I was probably a bit older until like I first sort of saw one, but I think my you know it might not have been when it first came out, but that was kind of when I first sort of my brother sort of got one. And I was like, oh god, like I yeah. just, me and my mates are just like fascinated by it. It's like, well, mm. you know, because you get all the little games and that you're like, this is you know the flat screen, the no, you know, it's just like, oh, I need to get one of those. So I think I sort of put a bit of pocket money together, and that's sort of like that was the game changer that one yeah and that's when everyone started um slowly retreating back indoors and not going riding bikes as much anymore and it was yeah and obviously then you know probably i don't know if it was around that time or not i'm a bit bit hazy but then you had like the xbox 360 and stuff Mm. so i think like my general my, my age definitely like you know we kind of got to it we kind of experienced all the little fun quirks of not being part of that kind of technological kind of cycle and then after and then suddenly it's like bang yeah all there let's all just suddenly go back indoors and you know so um yeah i guess that that's it that was it really i Mm. mean for me i think and then obviously one thing leads to another and then you know you start getting the next thing and the next thing but i think you know i think i've always been I've never, I, you know, everyone gets addicted to something, but I think I've always been fairly sensible, but it's hard to give a small flat screen thing to a 12 year old boy and say, and like not watch them just zone out from everything else that's going around them. So, yeah, definitely. Did it, um, I guess you're doodling all this time. When did your art, I guess, jumping to that, would it, when did that become something that you felt you could, I guess, I don't know, create into something. I guess you didn't even think of it as a hobby. So when did you actually think of it as a hobby? And when did it become more of a, you know, product or something that you were creating and having to be consistent with and different uh, things like that? Yeah, well, I don't, no, I don't know. I think it was always a hobby when I was younger. I remember drawing all the time when I was younger, like just constantly, I, I like a4 paper and just be scribbling stuff on it and i think i kind of went for and that was like prime i mean i don't know you, primary school you know like i don't know if, what you have over there but kindergarten through of, sixth grade yeah yeah so it's like around sort of that age and before um hmm. and that was one of the time when i was you know really drawing as a hobby i guess like and then i think after during the half during high school you kind of find other things i think i start i think i got really into music i started like learning guitar and stuff Mm. and that that was that was my main thing and it has still is but that was always my like hobby i guess was to sort of if i was going to go sit in my room and not you know do anything but sort of play xbox or whatever it would be pick up i could pick up my guitar but then i guess like so the kind of the drawing kind of got left on the back burner hmm. um which you get it's kind of a shame because it's like you know you think oh what if i had just sort of spent you know as much time as i did doing other things as i just like carried on investing that time into drawing but i guess you know I just, that yeah it kind of got left uh, left behind and then obviously you do um i mean i don't know what sort of qualifications you do it in a how how you guys do it across the uh, across the pond but like it's you do sort of gcc which is like your first qualifications before you go to like college or whatever hmm. um and then i did art and then that's when it started getting a bit more like but then i don't think it really did anything for me because you know i did music as well and i just i wasn't very good at either really like as an academic in like an academic form i think when it's well for me if something's a hobby I, it sometimes you know i find it hard to kind of f- sort of force it um which one that, were you uh, more passionate about i'm not sure really i mean probably music because i can name i, I was listening to music every day and like hmm. you know i can name a million art uh, musicians but i couldn't name 
many artists. So for sure, like for sure, music and probably is now. I mean, you what's know, your main focus? Or something you want to pursue? Well, not necessarily something I want to pursue. Um, just something I spend a lot of time in, like that kind of zone, that kind of work, like mm. world. I guess it's like I, I wouldn't sit there and. You know, obviously now with the Instagram thing, you do it's quite amazing how much art like I've found just by ha- having an art account, and then you do find a new appreciation for things sure, and yeah. types of art that you've never really seen before. Right. Because I was never really that interested in it, and like even doing mm. it through like qualifications. So like, you know, it never really it was always just felt like something I had to do to get a uni or whatever, just get it like grind it out. It was never something I was like there was much passion there, but I think it kind of. But then again, it, like, it was still coming back to that thing where it's like, you know, I still enjoyed, you know, I'd just draw someone with like their tits out or like a ball sack hanging off their head and on a bit of paper and make my, one of my mates laugh about it. So it's like, mm-hmm. there was always that bit, but there was like, there was nothing else, you know, I didn't really sit down and go, oh, I want to sketch this or sketch that. And it's, you know, it's a shame really, but I think it got to, you know, I think I started Gossip, but just over a year ago now and that was at uni and I th- my friend who basically helps me my mate leo he kind of helps me um he does like a lot of like some of the business side of things for the company so i do like you know the instagram the drawings the you know the website that kind of the media side and he kind of deals with that side and he, he basically said to me while i was at uni he said look, look you know your drawings you should you know try and do something with it like mm. just put like put them out there put them on shirts and stuff or like you know make it create a brand out of it or something like that. And I was like, actually, and he said like, you know, and I'll do all that, all the boring stuff. So I was like, well, actually that doesn't sound, uh, doesn't sound too bad. So I thought, well, maybe I can just sit down and figure something out. And luckily, I, I mean, I've still got it now. I had like a little iPad, I've got my little iPad mini and I was like, well, want to do some, like, I've never really done, I think I've, I've done a few digital drawings, but never really, you know, I've done some before as like, you could probably call them prototypes. And then, but like that was years ago and obviously he had seen those and he was like, you know, you should actually do them more or make it a thing. Um, so I was like, yeah, why not get involved with it? Hmm. And, um, and that's kind of where it started really. I mean, I sort of spoke about ideas of like, you know, cause when you're like young, like, you know, I was sort of thinking, Oh, how can I make money without really having to do, something that I don't necessarily like doing mm-hmm. and sort of had these conversations where it's like, Oh, I can, you know, knock out some t-shirts, sell them at festivals or whatever. Cause you know, there's a lot of like these kind of hippy dippy festivals that I've been to mm-hmm. where they well, they, you know, they'll have like little stalls with some nutty shirts on, or you would get a market in the city mm-hmm. and there'll be like some nutty t-shirts. So I was like, Oh, I can, you know, I could definitely do that. And it's kind of one of the things you kind of talk about doing, but you're just like, there's always something else to be interesting. And that was kind of still around the time when I was very much interested in music and not a lot else really. Um, but then I think after actually just sitting down and, you know, designing a logo and a name and a brand and then the first design, I think, cause it all kind of happened quite quick. It was all literally on the day. It was like, Oh, all right. I don't want to be doing my uni work right now. So I'll just, do a low like think of a brand like create a brand that seems quite fun hmm. and uh yeah it kind of all just knocked it out in the day um and then just didn't really look back just kept kind of trying to kind of fit it in i guess with what i was doing at uni but kind of fit you know do these drawings and just kind of just something for i guess people to enjoy you know it's something funny it's not too doesn't sort of take itself too seriously and it's not kind of you know, just something nice. It's nice. You know, it's not just what I, that's what I wanted. You know, it doesn't mm. have to be, you know, necessarily like sending messages or anything like that. It's just, it's, you know, just a little, someone to, you know, have a little laugh at that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, um, that's kind of how I ended up with it really. Um, and I was just, and it's kind of that it's, it's kind of building on that really. That's kind of, as far as I'm concerned now, like where I am now is kind of that kind of, this just feels like kind of the start. It's like, I want to kind of take it further and go into different medias and like, you know, go like go into, I've always, I've always enjoyed sort of animation Hmm. for a long time. Um, and like, you know, 
especially when I was younger, going back to like um, when we're talking about like iPods and stuff, you know, so on YouTube or whatever, and I just watch like I used to watch a lot of people who'd like home home animation stuff, and mm-hmm. like always just found it just mesmerized that you could like create you know something from nothing like that you know these i think there's a Mm -hmm. guy it's like you know like clay animation stuff like that like people who were just sitting in their homes making these crappy little like bits of clay like you know it was just like that that always really i always really liked that stuff and you know i never got into it because it was one of them where it's like you know you needed like all the equipment and that and i think but nothing now looking forward i think something i definitely would want to do it's sort of more it's more time and effort really it's like the time to sit and like try and animate something which is just looks like it takes painfully long and then it's like the effort to actually want to sit down and do that as well but i think you know where i want it to go and like obviously when you talk to other people because you've got your own sort of vision in your head where you want to take something but it's like it's sometimes it's nice just to hear it from an outside perspective. And I think like, you know, there's people have told me like, you know, you should go in, like animate it, make, cause it almost looks, it feels sometimes, I think it feels like it needs to be that almost it needs, there's like, cause it's like, it's nice having like these designs and stuff, but it would be nice to have that kind of come into, come to life a bit more mm. definitely. So I think, you know, I think now it kind of just feels like a, the start of something and hopefully with time and, you know, keep grinding at it, I can kind of take it to different medias or, you know, make something else out of it. You know, there's opportunities there to just sort of, once you've got that kind of social, your foot in the, you know, get involved in social media and, you know, it's like, you know, then you just start thinking about, you know, where can I, where can I go next, I guess. Um, yeah. Totally. But it's all, but yeah, it's all kind of time, effort, money, all these things, but I think um, for sure, like, I mean, because obviously I was saying I was doing music for so long, mm. but I think this definitely is, feels a lot more kind of worth my while, I guess, because sure. as what much as I love music. incorporating both of them together? Yeah, well, like yeah, for sure. Do I that, mean, right? that's, 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 you're right, because um, that is something that, uh, I love to do like going back to. I'm oh, sorry, my uh, I've got a guest in my room, a little uh, little doggy. He's just got out. Um, uh, no problem. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, combining like both, I think would be awesome, definitely. But again, that comes back to that animation thing. It's like mm. I I always thought like you know if I was to combine both, it would have to be you know that the whole kind of bringing it to life would have to be incorporated too. Um, you know, cause like, I don't know, I suppose what would you, what would you cause like with like comedy and stuff and like watching stuff on TV, it's like growing up, it was like, I used to watch like shows that, you know, a bit of comedy. And then we, I don't know if you seen flight of the Concords. Yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. So yeah. stuff like that. Like I love that shit because it's like, you know, it's funny, mm-hmm. but they're also like making, stupid songs and stuff like that and right. I, I think that the idea of like bringing those things together is you know that would be lovely but sure. it's um i feel like there's that third sort of variable which would be some sort of animation or other media would have to be there to kind of combine them and that's kind of when i've thought about it that's kind of been my where it's always led me it's like well i'd love to do something where it's like you know you have these characters and you have music and some somehow they're playing the music or whatever but then it's like you know there has to be that kind of something else there as well but um definitely i think um that would be cool for sure are you optimistic to start something like that or to go into something like that are you almost hesitant do you feel uh oh definitely definitely hesitant i mm. think you know it's it's a lot of it's a lot of time that would take to kind of not just learn how to sort of animate it, but sure. it's like getting it, getting it to a good enough point that, well, one, you'd have to like learning to a good enough point to actually like put it out there and say, Oh yeah, this is what I've been working on. Cause it's like, you know, you've got, a, there's that learning curve. And then mm. it's like, once you're at that point, it's like the time it's you're going to spend on animating and, you know, on that media to actually like 
create a, a constant flow of it or whatever like that. It's like, you know, it's a lot of time, but so I'm definitely hesitant, but I think if the opportunity ever arose, like for sure, like that's something I'd love to do definitely. Cause I think like going back to the whole music thing, it's like, I think it got to a point where like, cause you know, I used, I used to go play music and that, and it was, I loved it, but, I wasn't, I didn't feel as good as I was. I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how to word it really without sounding like a dickhead. It's like, I didn't feel uh, good enough at, mm. at music to like do anything, you know, to get past a certain level with it, I guess. Mm. And I think with music alone, just music alone is just such a hard, hard thing to get into. You know, this is what kind of music were you making? Um, I, well, I was sort of in a band sort of for a couple of year, few years hmm. where we were sort of doing, it was sort of kind of like, you know, alternative rock stuff, but I didn't really sort of write anything at that point other than the guitar I was playing. Yeah. Um, so, but I just enjoy, I just purely just enjoyed, you know, hmm. enjoyed playing in front of people and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't until kind of after I left that I started getting more into like writing stuff. Um, so I, there is that there, but I think in terms of pers- so put, say like putting all my eggs in one basket, music wasn't going to be the one mm. uh, because it is just you know it's quite hard if you're just if you want to you know wanting to be a musician is it, I don't know it's 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 a hard process sure and, yeah you know, and I think with art you know there's a lot of art out there as well mm. but I think there's a lot more you know, this, it's almost with Instagram and stuff. I mean, you could say the same, you could probably say the same thing about music as well, really. But like with, I feel like with Instagram and stuff, there's a much more opportunity with going into art to kind of market yourself and mm. kind of, because with, I suppose with, with art, it's like, all you have to do is scroll through, you know, and you could see like 30 pictures in like seconds and all all you need to do is just click on a profile and see one picture but i think with music if you're a musician you've to get to to draw someone in first you've got to have like the branding Mm. and kind of have that the look of someone who wants you know the look that if someone wants to click your profile and be like oh yeah these i want to see what these guys are all about but then it's like then you have to get them to listen to something that you for like you know 15 seconds or whatever yeah. So I think it's, you know, it's almost harder in a way than it is with the art. Totally. Like, I can testify I think, for that. I think yeah, well, audio so, is so much sorry, harder to market, you know, I think with yeah. uh, visual, when I did, I did photography and I felt like that was so much easier because I just had a picture and people saw it and they were like, oh, that's cool. And then right, mm-hmm. right away, you're validating whether or not you like something. But with yeah. audio, whether it's music or, you know, even like a podcast, you have to have something that. Yeah, it's either in that really short amount of time that grasp their attention. But nowadays, it's like people scroll through their Instagram feeds or whatever on like silent, you know, it like requires Uh them to tap on it and to actively want to be engaged in that Uh thing. And in order for that to happen, you have to draw them in some way. And that's going to require something visual. So, I mean, that's yeah, I, I think you're right with that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you know, you're saying with podcasts, it's like this. It's like, you know... And I, you know, I, I think podcasts is such a huge thing now as well. Like mm. I think people, it's almost like it's an important part of a lot of people's day without even kind of realizing it. Like it's, you know, I know so many people who listen to podcasts now and it's almost like it all happened at once. It's like sure. suddenly it was the thing. And I think like, but like you said, it's hard to get people to sit, click and, mm. you know, sit there for 15 seconds listening. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, because even if you've, um, post like a four minute video or something. Most of those people who l- listen to that aren't going to listen to it for very long. Sure. Like, even if they like you or they like your page and a lot of them are just going to be like, oh, 20, 30 seconds, whatever, that's me done onto the next picture or whatever. Yeah. So it is such a hard thing to market. And, you know, and I think with art, there's so many artists out there, but you know, like you said, it's like all it takes is like one click, you know, and not even that, you know, you go on, you find stuff, for like an explore page or something. And it's like, if there's music on the explore page or like a blurry clip of someone about to play guitar, you're not necessarily going to click on it. Or, mm-hmm. if, but if you see like a really cool, weird eye catching, colorful thing, you're like, Oh, what's that? Click that. There you go. I like that one. Um, 
And I think, again, going back to like, you know, when you were asking like, oh, how did I start doing what I was doing? It's kind of like that thing of drawing something stupid or like drawing something provocative. I'm not, I'm, you know, not provocative, but just kind of crass. And it's like, it gets mm. that attention, you know, it gets someone's attention for that, you know, whatever. And I think it kind of has helped in a way with, with like, I've started to understand like how social media works and stuff because it's like having like their bright colors or, you know, something bizarre like some tits or like something just in your you know it click you click it or something gross it's like you click it and you're like oh you know i like that you know whatever <laughs> i feel like i've just found that it's yeah it's just it feels more kind of less stress stressful and easier to kind of get off the ground with it i guess yeah did that go into um, the process of you coming up with the the branding and everything. Did you want it? Where is that going into it? Where you're like, oh, I need a. When you're thinking of a brand, was mm. it something where you were like, I want to draw something that's cool and similar to what I would do when I was drawing things for my friends and keep it authentic to who I am, but also make something that I don't know was social media and appealing yeah. and marketing. I, was that a part of it? Yeah, I think I think it was probably both, but I think more the kind of more kind of maybe not as conscious it was probably wasn't as conscious a decision to be like you know oh, if i make it like this like more people will click it i don't think that mm. was kind of my it was like an, a happy accident i guess it was like actually you know this is with these colors and stuff it's quite a good way to draw that in but i think when originally going into it it was always going to be something kind of crass or something kind of dumb or like a weird name something like that it's just because that's that's almost what, you know, when my mate come to ask me and said, you should start this, that's almost what he's expecting. It's like, you know, you don't want me to come back with some fancy, fancy name for a brand or whatever, or try and pretend we're like, you know, something we're not, I guess. And yeah. then, you know, and I think that's where it came from. And then after a while, you sort of, once you, because obviously I'd Instagram before it, but you don't really like, I wasn't really spending time scrolling through art pages and looking at what other people were doing. Mm -hmm. But then once you actually get to that point and you're like seeing what everyone else is up to, you're like, yeah, like you see some really nice pages. It's like, oh, I really like the way they're doing that. And it's like, if I can try and, you know, because I think that's almost an easy way to judge what people, how people are reacting to your stuff. It's like, how do I, you know, if I'm mm. reacting well to that, then obviously a lot of other people are as well. And I think, yeah, having sort of, it's just trying to distract someone. It's like trying to, you know, wave in someone's face as fast as you can for like the few seconds that they're looking at, you know, they're looking at your thing on the screen. So it's like, that's kind of what it is. And sure. um, yeah, and I think, you know, and I think it's kind of, it's kind of worked well really, but, but for sure, I think there's, there's other avenues where I want to go down. Um, and I think, you know, I think at some point it'll be well cool to like get, you know, get something, get whether it's music or something else or like, you know, animation or just, you know, put it to put, put some life into it, I guess. Sure. Um, and then maybe a bit of background to it. Cause it's, you know, it's, I, you know, it's good having sort of authenticity, but then it's like, it's also hard to market that as well. Like if you're not, you know, if you're not trying to market something to the masses or whatever, it's, mm. if it's something like totally like, if you're trying to be really like, oh, I want to be original. I don't want to copy this. I don't want to copy that. But then you've got to create your, create some, and like, I'm not saying that no one else does it, but it's like, you know, there is that element of, you're not starting it to make it really popular because you know, it's in your head. It's probably not going to be because it's, it's, you know, it's just bizarre and weird. And like, it's just, you know, it's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, I think like, God, sorry, I've just got, I've just lost my train of thought there. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of where it, where it is, I guess. Um, do you feel that, I don't know when um, when you originally set out to make this and then sort of when you were, I guess, progressing along on this project, what mm -hmm. did the 
like, I don't know, the initial feedback that you received and the first time that you received some real like validation and reinforcement of like your feelings and thoughts and just like, you know, support for what you're doing. How did that feel? Mm. And what did that look like? I think it was kind of at first you're kind of, I think just putting anything kind of out, out there, I guess, like, you know, because obviously when you're starting it, you start posting it over your own social media. It's all your sort of people that you know and stuff. And I think initially I think I was quite sort of thought like, oh, this is going to sort of be a bit weird. Like, I don't know how people are going to react to this. Like, And mm. then you're kind of almost like, I guess a little bit kind of self-conscious because you're like, you know, is this, are people going to think this is stupid? Is this going to be like, you know, where you have a few mates who are like, yeah, this is this is good, mate. Yeah, well done. <laughs> like, and then they, and then they sorry, and then they just like you know, uh, that's that, and like it doesn't really go anything further than that. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it was you know I did it, and then like I think my mates sort of I think it was just like having validation from the people around, like just your mates and stuff. And it's like I guess you could say they're always gonna you know, they're always going to say, oh yeah, mate, that's wicked kind of thing, even if it might be a bit shit. But it's, I think that's kind of what I cared about really was just thinking like, you know, is if they think it's good, then, you know, that's, that's all I kind of cared about. And then, but I think getting like my first sort of, I think it's like when you start getting like sort of strangers and stuff messaging you and then they like it and stuff or like other I think probably the best is when you sort of speak to someone else on Instagram who's like a good artist and they like and you think you know their stuff's cool but they think your stuff's cool as well I think that's when it's like you know that's great I must be doing something right then Hmm. kind of thing so I think it's like that because obviously like you know at the end of the day a lot of it is kind of validation I guess it's like you know every artist wants their stuff people to like their stuff no matter how much you know if they pretend they don't but um so i think that was it was important to have that kind of when i when i first started it obviously you're kind of i'm in an iron thing you know because i i was you know proud of it and i thought oh yeah like i really like this but i thought you know a lot of people might think oh god this is a bit strange mate it's not going to take off and or like it's not really going to go anywhere but i think it's like having and a lot i think they had there was a lot of support from my friends like you know they bought the t-shirts and stuff and like we're selling mugs at the moment well we stopped the t-shirts when the whole coronavirus thing happened Hmm. um we kind of lot and so but now we're kind of restarted again and got some and now it's coming back this week and like but i think it was like you know when we first started selling t-shirts and like my friends were buying them and wearing them and stuff and like that was pretty cool because it's like, you know, not only are they like, um, you know, following it or whatever, they're like wanting to be a part, you know, share, like buying it, sharing it, wanting to be a part of it. So I think that was, cause that, that was always kind of a nail buying thing. Cause like you set up, you know, you set up the shop and you're like, Oh yeah, I want to start selling your art. And it's like, you know, you don't no artist wants it to be quiet. Like when, you know, no artist wants sort of as, slow days or whatever and i think just having that kind of validation of actually like people wanting to be a part of it and getting involved and like buying a mug or buying a shirt i think that's already surpassed kind of any expectation really Hmm. for probably for me and for my friend leo who does it with me i think it's kind of like you know for us it was always just a bit of a laugh and like you know if anything happened it happened if it doesn't it doesn't but then it's like you know it's quite nice that you know, people have actually like got involved, bought shirts and stuff and like, you know, showed it to their friends or whatever. And that's, you know, that's kind of all I, all I could ask really. And I think, yeah. And then again, comparing that to music, you know, if you want to, it's a lot harder for your friends to show other people your music, isn't it? Like mm. it's a kind of an uncomfortable, not uncomfortable, but it's like, oh man it's my mate like listen yeah, to this three definitely. minute song <laughs> like am i for sure you know yeah. am i gonna are they gonna sit down and listen to that mm. probably not like they might check out your your feed or whatever your, your right. social medias but on a good day kind of thing yeah um and i think with this it's a lot easier to kind of share share it or like friends share it because even if someone's wearing it all it takes is someone to ask so oh cool shirt like 
where'd you get it? Oh, here you are. Hmm. But with, you know, it's again, yeah, going back to music, it's, it's always seemed harder to get it out. I mean, is it saying that it's probably kind of almost has been almost easier than ever with social media, but then it's also hard because there's just so much of it, hmm. you know? Um, sure. And also it's quite a kind of a nice, more kind of chilled out uh, hobby, I guess, than wanting to go and, you know, jet, like, you know, drive around playing gigs and stuff. It's a bit, you know, it's, it's harder work, I guess, than just sitting down, slapping some tunes on and drawing something on a tablet. So sure. there's, you know, that always seemed, that kind of ended up seeming the much more appealing option. So, um, and it's that, yeah, it's that thing where it's like you want to, you sort of want to do them every week and you want to, like, the, you always, you know, you want the next one to be better than the last kind of thing. So it's like, oh, how do I, because how do I get better than that? And then you're kind of always thinking, like, at the back of your head, it's like, oh, what happens if I just kind of run out of steam um, and run out of ideas? But it just doesn't, like, it just seems to, I can kind of keep finding something stupid to draw, which is nice. And I like the idea of having sort of recurring themes, colours, characters, things that, you know, without it being like, without copying an old design kind of thing. Mm. Like, so, but yeah, no, it's, it is, it's great really. I mean, yeah. I mean, what about you? Do you, are you into art? Do you do art? Are you an artiste? Um, I've always appreciated art. I've always had yeah. a big, big appreciation and love for art. I've, um, I like drawing. So you did I photography, think. right? Yeah. So I do photography, and I'm a I'm a journalist. So I do like writing, okay. and um, obviously this, and I'm going. I want to try to go into broadcast. I'm still in okay uh, college or university. So okay, um, what are you doing there? Uh, studying journalism, uh, broadcast journalism. Okay. So I'm just trying to get like um, yeah. just certificates and stuff, and hoping to get in a radio station and hopefully work there. Uh, but also, yeah, you know, that. like this is a cool thing that I. Mm. sort of started as just sort of like you know during the pandemic and having something mm-hmm. and i was like well i'm not necessarily you know like i'm getting a journalism degree or whatever but you mm-hmm. don't need a journalism degree to interview people right mm-hmm. so like I'm, mm-hmm. i might as well start doing that and by the time i graduate i'll be like hey i started this and it has very much yeah. you know the skill set well, of what you guys are looking for you know yeah well no that's cool i mean it's like yeah you've just kind of um started yeah it's just started your own sort of thing your own brand your own identity and it's like yeah. you know even if you come out of journalism school and go and do you know be some shit hot writer for <laughs> i don't know the new york whatever right it's like you've always got that you know and even if you don't come out to go somewhere mm. it's like you've always got this to grow and like you know sure. work on and it's you know, it's like you can it can be a profession and a hobby at the same time in that respect because it's like you can go do it for a job as a journalist, but you can also, you know, sit at home and work on your own thing in like a slightly, you know, it might be a slightly different media, yeah. media that kind of thing. Totally. Um, for you, is that the same thing? I was curious. Do you do Guff Soup as a full time job, or do you do something on the side as well? Is it like a part time no, thing? So. Um, that's that's the thing. I um I've just finished university doing architecture. So oh, wow. Guff okay. Soup is more um it's more kind of uh, like I don't wanna I wanna say avoiding getting a real job. It's kind of like I'd love to do this a lot more than mm. that. I guess I guess architecture's the most sort of suit and tie option on the table and that's kind of what you know the 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 kind of the money maker i guess um so you have the credentials and the ability to go become an architect right now if you wanted to well to go there's like quite a lot of years you have to do so i've just finished like the part one which is like the first three years so that's equivalent of like a bachelor's degree or whatever Mm -hmm. And then there's like other parts you go on to do whilst you're working as an architect's assistant. Um, So that's kind of the path you take. Um, And I think with this, it's kind of just like the pipe dream of not having to do that, I guess. It's like the kind of having that thing where it's like, oh, if I can keep working on this, maybe I won't have to do that. It's not like I really am 
are fully against doing it. Right. It's just like I would love a lot more to just be able to draw stuff, sell shirts and, yeah. you know, sell media online or whatever form that may eventually be. Does it feel um, good to have, I guess, you know, just a degree in general, you know, just in case all of this falls apart yeah. for whatever reason? Oh, well, you yeah, have. for sure. That was always, that was always, it was never an option, I don't think, to not, to like gamble and be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to knock the degree on the head and kind of mm. chase something because it's like, you know, if it bites you on the ass and you're just going to end up, you're not going to be doing what you wanted to do and you're not right. going to be having anything else to fall back on either. So, um, Cause was, that was, that was kind of partly why I stopped doing music. Cause I kind of knew that I needed to kind of knuckle down and do the degree. Cause it was always an important thing. Cause it's like, you know, I want to do something else, but it's just good to have that thing that you can, it's like a backup or, I mean, I probably will do it. It's just, it's nice to, to sort of think about, you know, the possibility of being able to just solely do this, do the drawings at one point or do this kind of online stuff at one point. Um, yeah. What does that it's look a lot like? More what appealing. Would it, how would that happen? What would need to happen to make that work? Um, it would probably need, um, I think in a kind of expanding into different things, I think obviously, cause obviously, you know, you need kind of a, a social, it all kind of revolves around social media followings and stuff. Mm. It's like, if you want to make money online, that's kind of the route you need to go down. Sure. Um, so it's kind of doing that, you know, trying to get that without kind of selling, um, selling uh, like integrity or like just changing what you started out to do, I guess. And I right. think there's sort of different things where, I, you know, I'd, I'd want to, I could expand, I guess, because at the moment I feel like the drawings, the mugs, T-shirts, that's part one. And then that's kind of where, you know, and that, 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 that could be the whole thing. It's like if, if I had a, if you had enough of a following, all you'd have to do is just sell more art, like maybe sell prints, sell more t-shirts and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, and I'd be happy doing that. And, um, but you know, there's always the opportunity to branch out into different things. Like we were talking about earlier, like kind of like maybe something to do with YouTube where it's like animation or me, you know, yeah. where you could kind of bring other medias into it. But I was actually, this is a bit of a little um, inside inside a nugget for you. Mm. Uh, me and me and the guys doing with it. We we're talking last night, and we're kind of going to open up another um, sort of shirt. It's kind of a, sh a shirt brand within a shirt brand. So mm. I'll have Guff Soup, and then I want to basically. I've started sort of doing some. I haven't branded it yet, so it'll probably it'll probably have like a different you know, Instagram or whatever, it'll be a different thing, but it will probably, I'll sell the t-shirts through the guff suit website. And so basically like, but it will be more like, um, photoshoppy pop culture, kind of funny, stupid, ridiculous shirts, but not necessarily hand drawings. If you get me, I mean, there'll be hand mm. drawings in there, but it'll be more like, cause at the moment with the guff suit stuff, I don't, it's not really, I sort of, when I do the little stories, I do these little photoshoppy things where I kind of try and it's kind of, I guess, making, um, connection, you know, pop culture references, I guess, like stuff, you know, about celebrities and stuff like that. But with actually the designs, it's nothing to do with that. You know, it's, so I think like basically we're starting another, another little brand where I can start, I've got all these funny ideas of like, you know, a celebrity on a shirt with a, quote next to it that doesn't make any sense or like <laughs> stuff like that just basically goofy shirts i think that's mm. basically the long and short of it goofy shirts that aren't necessarily hand drawings and they're kind of you could and sort of i've been doing that today as well and just trying to sort of fig, hash it out and sort of think like think of like i haven't really got like a brand a new identity for it yet i'm not really sure how to tackle that but i've got a lot of the ideas and stuff i might send you a couple over after this see what you think but yeah definitely. that's kind of that's kind of the, ne the next the next play i guess because it's you know it's still doing what i was enjoy doing like doing the designs for t-shirts but kind of allows me to kind of expand into other media well like for well, like photoshop stuff like that and kind of expand into sort of more like um sort of popular cult popular culture or like internet 
stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like the guff soup. Although I love doing the guff soup and it's original and it's its own thing. It's not limiting, but it's it's kind of having this secondary thing could you know it's a lot more instantly relatable or sort of than someone who to someone who might not understand the first the guff soup thing the first thing the cartoons but then you know it's because it's like it's you might not understand that but you you'll probably get the shirt you know get the other shirts you know you'll find that you might find that funny because it's referencing something or got a Mm. picture of something or you know that kind of thing so i think that's kind of the next the next idea um i think that way you hit more of a I don't know. I guess more of a broader audience. As much as, you know, GovSoup is somewhat of a... I don't know. I guess it's sort of niche. When I saw it, I was immediately drawn to it and I think it's amazing. And, you know, but I like hand-drawn stuff. I like the cartoon style. Mm. I like things that are a little off Mm -hmm. and just like, you know, that appeals to me in a Mm. way. But also, you know, I definitely know people that would probably look at it and go, what is going on? Yeah, with exactly. That, you know? And that's it's like just... they see it. It's like, you've got a, a lot of people aren't going to get invested into that brand. Mm. It's like, cause it, or that identity, they're not going to, you know, but then if you've got these dumb t-shirts, there's nothing to invest in. Like other sure. than it's not, I mean, obviously it'll have a, it'll be a separate brand or it'll have its own name, but you're not, I'm not selling, you know, brand merchandise. I'm just selling funny shirts under, you know, and, and like instantly relatable shirts. And like you said, like you, you know, you, you like drawings. A lot of people love drawings, but a lot of people aren't really that art. Like they're not bothered about that kind of thing. But I think yeah. with this, it kind of, it's kind of a no brainer really. Cause it's like, it gives you kind of a lot more freedom to do a lot more different things and sort of, um, you know, touch a lot of different, like touch different bases and like expand your audience. But then it's like, you can still kind of bring them back and reel them back into like the, you know, the original thing that I was doing. And then it could all be kind of, kind of one. And I guess Guff, the Guff Suit website can be like the parent company or like, you know, and then the sh- then you've got this like secondary thing that's just like more relatable stuff. So I think that's definitely like for sure the next move. And that's, that's more just because it's, it's something that's quite, you know, I find quite easy to do because I do, I've done a lot of stuff for that. I don't know. Um, obviously you haven't been following the account long, but there's a lot of like dumb sort of Photoshop shit. That's kind of like that people like. And then I think Leo, uh, my friend who does who I do it with, he kind of said to me, Oh, why don't you put them on like a second account? So they're, cause you don't, I don't, cause obviously I have like a certain way I post stuff. It's all mm. just the designs. I don't really post anything else right? other than like a picture of a shirt or a mug or something like that. Um, but then he was like, oh, why don't you pull that old stuff that you did on another account? And I just thought, why don't I just make new stuff? Like, you know, just make goofy shirts because, you know, there's a lot of goofy shirts online, granted. But, you know, it's just another thing to try out something funny. Like, it's fun. You know, I enjoy it. And I feel like the more I do, sort of the the, the, the broader I can make my audience, then it's like... Do you feel you with know, something gives, like that, it may almost, sorry to cut you off, but with like location, do you think it may almost, like with GovSoup, you don't necessarily give off like a, you know, UK vibe or anything, right? Mm, and it doesn't really have yeah. that. It's just a cartoon. It doesn't have any sort of location. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have like a timestamp of where we are in history or whatever. You know, with w- this other project, you're going to have celebrities and stuff that are regional to certain areas that are going to appeal to certain people and not appeal to other people. And then also it can have a timely significance in the sense that certain people were alive now, certain people were alive in the nineties and eighties or whatever. So have you, what, I don't know, I guess my question yeah, would be. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. It's kind of like, um, with Gus soup, it's not really, because it's not really referencing mm-hmm. anything. It's kind of, it's like almost, yeah, like kind of universal. It's like you don't have to be from anywhere to get it. Sure. And yeah. I suppose with this, I think, yeah, it will probably have a more sort of, it'd probably be mainly sort of, um, probably like English sort of maybe referencing English celebrities and like English things. But then, you know, I feel like American media and English media, uh, I feel like English people are so exposed to American media now Mm. that it will probably be a lot of that as well. So I think it's like, it will, it will kind of, 
you know, it'll be aimed at both. There'll be some things that will be like, who the, like, you'd probably think, who the fuck is that guy? Right. Uh, or what is that? Hmm. But I think most things I'd like to think would be like kind of, yeah, I think even like places that, you know, aren't the UK, like, you know, even the rest of Europe and stuff is like, all social media now is all very kind of Americanized. So I feel like hmm. you'd get a lot of it kind of thing. You know, everyone would get a lot of it. And I think that's kind of why I want to do it. It's because you can, you know, broaden that audience or make certain, you know, references to certain things. And, you know, not saying it would be like super thought provoking or anything like that. It's all just going to be the same kind of st- stupid stuff. But, you know, it's, it's just something, something else. It's kind of the kind of limitless. It's kind of more possibilities with it, I guess, than like with Gutsu, because Gutsu you're limited to that, you know, the, the drawing and the characters and stuff like that. Mm. And I kind of like it. I like keeping it like that. But then I also want to make jokes or references about other things that are real life things, or like you know, taking the piss out of things. And it's like, you know, and I think shirts is just a great way to do stuff. I think you know after you know seeing so much other sort of accounts and stuff after doing this and setting it up like there's so much funny shit out there that you don't even no one even realizes and i think after sort of being able to do this has kind of given me that kind of in like have that kind of insight and after setting up a shop and like sorting all that stuff out and like knowing how to do it now it's like oh well now i can do that thing as well and it's gonna you know a little bit more time but it's a lot more time effective than sitting there drawing a you know drawing a drawing um just to knock something up on you know a funny thing you could you know you think of a funny thing in your head and just knocking it up on photoshop you know that's a lot quicker and you know it's not it's sort of yeah it just sort of felt like a you know why now that i know all this stuff about how to set it all up i might and like i could do the photoshop stuff and i've got the ideas and I can't implement them into the gutsy thing. Oh, I might as well just set something else up. So I guess just see where that goes, really. It'd be quite nice to have, you know, expand the medias, I guess. I mean, yeah, it'll be sort of a different branding, but no, it'd be quite nice to kind of do a bit of something else, see how see how that goes, really. Yeah. Um, again, not going into it having, like, ridiculous high hopes. I'm not going into it thinking it's going to be, like, the next the next big thing sure the next yeah but it's like you know it's nice to just do you know try stuff out it's like give it a go why not totally man well as we uh sort of wrap up on our time one thing i wanted to say man i just appreciate like you know based on what you literally just said i think like how humble you are about you know your art and stuff it's it's really commendable and i think that's super cool and oh, that's cheers, a- mate. yeah i mean you know i try and you know you try and sort of stay stay on earth and try not to sort of um i try not to yeah pretend you're doing anything or any anything i'm not i guess it's kind of like you know i try and i keep it fun i think that's the most important thing is keep enjoying just con- like trying to enjoy it i think there hasn't it's probably one of the only things i've done where there's never been a point where i've like thought oh actually this is getting a bit fucking much like, Oh, I don't mm. really enjoy this as much. Or it feels like a chore to do it. I mean, maybe a couple of times I'd be like, I need to get something, put something out there, but I'll be at uni and I'll be busy with that kind of thing. But, you know, I've sort of had a bit of time off now and it's been quite nice, a break from like what I was doing at uni and that kind of academic side of things. And like, you know, it's been nice to kind of sort of stop and sort of start thinking about this more and thinking about like, you know, where's, where's this going to go next? I guess. Um, yeah, it's fun. Keep it, keep it, uh, keep it fun. Keep it light. Don't, um, yeah, don't overthink it. Just have a good time. Yeah. Have a good time. Have a good time. That's awesome, man. Well, how can people find you and get connected and see what you're doing? Um, I mean, just go, go to the guff soup, go to the, uh, guffsoup.com, check out the mugs. Uh, the shirts are coming out. New shirts coming out this week. Um, and then this kind of new thing we're just touching on, hopefully be in the future. And I'll probably be dropping some uh, dropping some stuff on the GovSoup account and trying to sort of promo it and stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of my outlet at the moment. Just get on. Uh, I think we're, we're sort of, 
yeah, on Instagram at the moment, and then who knows, might start popping up, popping up. Well, I'm on the po- I'm in the podcast realm now. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, you've uh, brought me in. Which yeah. is quite nice. Welcome. Uh, it's a strange, strange thing because you know you spend so much time listening to it. You mm. like, kind of feel like you know you're that that you're in the room and but you're not. You're just kind of like right, chucking yeah. along to people who aren't even there. So mm-hmm. you know, it's quite nice. It's very nice. Yeah, I, no, it's I, been a pleasure. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in. Yeah, you too, man. I mean, good luck with it all. I mean, it seems like you you know what you're doing anyway, being uh, a journalist yeah. and all that. It seems like you, you're onto a good thing for sure. Yeah, man, I'll, right back at you. I really, really am a big fan of what you're doing and I appreciate it immensely. I'm going to, you know, hopefully we stay in touch. We do, you yeah, know, follow sure. up when you launch your new yeah. um, project, you know, have you come back on yeah. and talk about it and sort of that and you know um guff soup for the listeners is g-u-f-f-s-o-u-p um, there you go and then i guess real quick uh what does that mean exactly or what how did you pick that name well it's uh i guess when i did it it was kind of just like ha ha, ha like guff soup like, cause i don't know what guff means in america i, Not I that, don't think that's that a word here but uh, it just means fart. So it's like fart soup. It's oh, like that's funny. Diarrhea, basically. <laughs> like that's, okay. you know, that's the real deep, um, the real deep sort of etymology, the real deep meaning of the, uh, the word. But yeah, basically means diarrhea. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the best that's way to the... end the episode is just <laughs> to give that. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Double Life. Head to G-U-F-F-S-O-U-P on Instagram to check out Guff Soup's work and also his website, guffsoup.com, to buy a t-shirt or a mug or anything else. Make sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and we'll see you next week. Adios.